Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast, everyone. It is um, the last week of February, uh, the shortest, uh, as we all know, the shortest month of the year. And then uh, next month, we do it all over again. The exact March is almost like a Groundhog Day of February, and then they just tack on three days at the end. But everything's the same, if you know what I'm talking about. So everything's the same, but things are differently. And I just got my waitress. She just bought me my drink. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, But... Everything's the same, but things are different because Tesla never stops with the news. And before we get into Tesla, we have some interesting, somewhat, I guess you could say, controversial stuff maybe for for, uh, the news this week. Well, we'll see. We'll see how uh, our guests uh, feel about it and if they're going to agree or disagree type of thing. I've had them on before, and they, they seem to get along pretty good, but every now and then, you know, it's like oil and water. No, I'm just kidding. These guys get along really good together. We'll start at the bottom. Well, no, we'll start. Uh, you know, we'll start. We'll start in alphabetical order. So, you know, in no particular order other than alphabetical. We've got Darren from Drive Tesla Canada. Thanks, Darren, for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, if you're not familiar with the face, but you're familiar with the website, and you wondered who puts out all those great art- articles on Drive Tesla Canada, it is Darren. Darren is a. You're still a one man show, buddy. For now. Uh, no, no, I've got a got a few people helping me out. Oh, so. great! Awesome! Yeah. Awesome! Yeah. Okay, so I, now I you did can... that one article that one time, <laughs> and and there's Franklin as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a team of workers and editors and stuff like that, and then I have Franklin. <laughs> hey, I, I did one article so far. Like I contributed to the blog. Um, I try to help oh, as much as I can uh, to like retweet and stuff like that. But I wanted to get writing. And more. I appreciate just, it. Thanks. Yeah, I want to get writing more. It's just a lot of things have come up, right? So, hey, uh, I I get it. It is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, and uh, he's talking, so and I haven't even introduced him yet, but there you have it, folks. That's Franklin, a.k.a. Mother Frunker. You can find yes. him on all the uh, social media things, including YouTube here, and we're going to get get to that at the end. We'll, we'll get to that at the end, but thanks for joining us, Franklin. It's been a few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. You've been under the weather, I understand, uh, but you're back. Um, not the best, but you're back, and I appreciate that, like I said to you when I asked you, was it today or yesterday I asked you? Yesterday. You, yesterday? Yeah if you yeah. got time to come on. And I said, you know, there's absolutely no pressure. You don't have to come on, but you better. And uh, you're here. I'm surprised you're here <laughs> because there was absolutely no pressure. No, I, I didn't. I, it, it's totally up to you, just like it's totally up to anyone that wants to come on. And come on, if, if I've said it before, if nobody can make it or nobody uh, has the time in their schedule or doesn't want to come on, I can do this myself. It'll... I've always said it'll, it'll be boring. It wouldn't be boring for me. Well, yeah, it would be a little bit boring for me. But I, I, my main concern will be boring for everyone else. He likes um, talking to himself. Yeah, it'll well, probably be pretty entertaining trying to watch you for an hour. Yeah, scramble <laughs> talk and, about everything and, and and try to do what everything. Yeah, and argue with myself and give both uh, different. I don't of agree opinions. with that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I can see it now. Yeah. No, it's just it's obviously uh, more productive and more interesting and more fun. At the end of the day, it's more fun with uh, with guests, and that's why I love love talking and meeting different people. But if I had to do it by myself to just get the news out one week, I, I definitely would because I'm not every week. As you've noticed, like uh, Ryan from Ride the Lightning, um, I don't know how he does it. He's a he, he's a machine to get every uh, like not miss a week. I think he's been going what four years, five years in a row now, never missed a week. So, is, is that someone's car alarm? <laughs> so not mine. Um, 
So we're we're starting off with the. I don't know if you mind. We'll jump into the first yeah. topic because we have a good question, right? Uh, the standard range Model Y is gone, and yes. Dan says I'm supposed to pick up my Model Y standard range tomorrow with the new center console. Do you guys think it's a good idea, or should I wait until April May to see if the standard range plus or um, the elusive long range real wheel drive comes out? So that that uh, is a good question. Uh, let me put Dan's question up here now. Uh, before we get started, maybe if Dan can just specify where exactly he is. Yeah. That, that would make a difference. That's very important, true. And while he's doing that, while we're waiting for him to uh, reply to that, um, I'll give everyone, because this is actually, I mean, uh, what's your name, Franklin? You set it up pretty well there, and it's just perfect timing with Dan's question. But that is our first topic for the for the night is, you know, the standard range Model Y. It was short, so short-lived. What was it, like six weeks, I think, or not even? It lasted. It came, and everyone was surprised that it. Everyone was surprised it came because it wasn't supposed to, according to Elon. And I think five or six weeks later, they dropped it off the uh, website. And then for the first day or two, I don't know about you guys, but I thought, okay, maybe they're just updating the site or something's happening uh, that they're gonna like refreshing it and they're gonna bring it back and maybe change the specs or something. Like that. But it never came back. And then, then of course, we got um, confirmation. Now this was on. The 16th, and if you, people are watching at home, you can refer back to, uh, or you can check out the article here by Drive Tesla Canada. Darren did a good job here. Um, this was on February 21st is when he posted this article. I, th I think, and I'm pretty sure Darren's so on the ball with these things. So this is when it would have happened, which would have been, yeah, probably last week or a week, maybe just the midweek before that. First, we first noticed it in the U.S. store, but I think it happened simultaneously in the Canadian store, did it not, Darren? Yeah, it was everywhere. It disappeared from the yeah. site at There's the same time. Something yeah. important to note, though, and John did bring it up. It's gone from the store, but it's one of those off-menu items. Yes, and and that's I think that's where the confusion. And okay, and exactly. So that's what happened. And then Elon said, came out and made it official, and said, "Yeah, it just wasn't." What was it? I, I should have pulled up his tweet. He, there For, was an actual wording that he said. Standards of excellence. Standards of excellence. Thank you, Darren. But That's exactly what for said. for reference. The long range Model Three uh, rear wheel drive uh, was on production on the website, and then it became an off menu item, and it lasted as an off item menu for about two months before they pulled it completely. Uh, I want to say about two months, maybe three. Uh, so, if that follows the same trend, you're probably looking in three months that it's no longer going to even be an off item menu if, if well, it falls the same trend as a three. Exactly. And here's what I, um, this is where the controversy comes in a little bit because I've talked to several different people and it seems to be split. Uh, maybe Darren, you're so in the know with this stuff. You're the expert. Maybe you could uh, give us the definitive answer. I was, I thought I read or I was told somewhere that, yeah, right now it's off menu, but it's only the, remaining stock that they have they're not producing it anymore so once that stock that is has been shipped out or is being in the midst of being shipped out to all the stores once that's gone it's gone but then some people think you can still get it like you're still gonna make it off menu just like franklin was referring to with, with the model three can you uh clarify any any confusion with that darren yeah sure so this obviously isn't uh, like from Elon or anything, but um, uh, when was it? I think maybe Monday of this week, 
um, there was a like a company-wide call that went on mm -hmm. to specify that the vehicle because everyone was confused because everyone was all the employees were just as surprised to see it disappear as as we were um no warning so, yeah so <laughs> so that they all got on a call to figure out what was going on and yeah as far as they're aware it is being discontinued they're not making it anymore so any orders that you place by calling in or visiting a store that's coming from existing inventory so once that's gone I'm pretty sure it's that, that's going to be it. Yes, I, I'm thinking so too. I, I'm thinking that's exactly what it, what it is. Yeah. Um, let's get back. So, with that said, let's get back to um, Dan's, Dan's question. Qu Dan's question. So, this is what he asked, and then we asked where he's from, and he followed up by saying he is in the Greater Toronto area, um, Sleepy Hollow, little town nestled north of Toronto called Vaughan. <laughs> uh, so, it's a pretty big city. I know. I'm kidding. I'm being <laughs> facetious. So, Dan. I mean, I'm pretty sure, but don't take what we say as, as gospel, but Darren, I, I refer to the expert. I didn't mean to put you on a spot, uh, Darren, and, and I apologize if I'm calling you an expert and you don't want to be called You'll do it again. Yeah, I, I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. You know, it's like, and I don't want to go there. Anyways, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, and, and Darren's made me feel even more sure now, that once the stock, the remaining stock, is that they have – laying around is gone it's gone i don't think you're gonna get it so i don't think you should wait around till april or may because i highly doubt it'll be around april or may so the question yeah. though yeah. is should he wait for a standard range plus or long range real real drive and oh thinking like they may revise the standard range and make make a more make it into a plus like the three with more range yeah or the long range real real drive so here, here's a couple of things, right? Uh, Dan said he drives 60 kilometers per day. So if he's only driving 60 kilometers per day, he can probably get away with the current standard range. Yeah, that would have uh, been perfect for him, yeah. Yeah, uh, just something to keep in mind. If you're, if you plan to do like long road trips, you'll have to obviously charge up more. And like the best advice I can give you, it all the, everyone has different financial situations, right? If you can afford to wait and say, hey, I'm going to chance that I'm going to get a long range or a standard range plus, uh, and you can afford the difference, the bigger battery pack is obviously well worth the money. Uh, I always recommend to go for the bigger battery pack, uh, even at 60 kilometer commute. Yeah, if you can. If go you ahead, can. Dan. Again, if you can, right? That's the big keyword. But yeah. for his commute, for his needs, uh, I mean, there's no problem for what he's getting. That's just yeah, my thoughts. That sounds plenty. Darren, you were going to say something there? Yeah, I was going to say I totally agree. Two things to consider. One is your driving needs. And like you said, it's 60 kilometers a day. But two things, if you can afford to wait two months, like if you're handing in a leased car and you need a car, then go with the standard range that you're going to be picking up tomorrow. And then the other thing is, price if you can afford always get as much range as you can afford exactly yeah. yep yep if, I, I, if you're if you're gonna wait like the two months or three months and you say hey uh if in three months they don't have it and i'm forced to go for the more expensive model uh is it like can i can i do it still right so that's something you have to to ask yourself but there, there's nothing wrong with the one you're gonna pick up tomorrow it'll work out great my lease yeah. is at the end of may yeah so if are you i'd probably stick with the one that you have for tomorrow 
play it safe. Yeah, unless like, like what I'm wondering with Dan, and I don't want to concentrate all on Dan back and forth and everything, um, <laughs> but I'd like to help him out as sorry. much as we can. Uh, I'm just curious to know if no, don't be sorry. Um, it's nobody's fault. I'm just curious to know what's the reason he wants to hold out. Is it is he hoping for something more uh, in terms of like like is he hoping for the the long range rear wheel drive? Is he hoping for a plus uh, variance or something like that? Or is there something on the one that he's supposed to pick up tomorrow that he doesn't like? Like, is he waiting for the bio defense mode or something? Like that? So I'm just curious if there's some other reason that he's holding out or possibly wants to hold out. From what I understand, it's just range options, right? So yeah, okay, and, and yeah, let's just says different now. Let's okay, getting back to to the um, them getting rid of it. Let me ask you guys this question. Let me pose this question to you. Do you think that they're because uh, where was it? It was a Angelo here said um, just a little further up. Uh, the reason, at least Elon saying the uh, reason wasn't mileage, um, even though he did make that comment with uh, how you worded it, Darren. I forgot something about excellence. Some standards of excellence. Standard didn't of excellence. Didn't yes. Tesla's standards of excellence. But I do remember he did say something about uh, as Angelo. Uh, says here it was too much complex and complexity so i'm wondering are they just trying to do they not want like the variants of each model to be too cluttered because i've noticed it with obviously we've seen it with snx uh, just having a long range and then the performance i mean they sort of snuck in the plat plus there uh for the s but that's even later to come so i'm wondering do they do they not want more than two variants for each model or are they finally going to do the long range, the one that we've all been waiting? Well, not all, but I know Franklin and I know, I know a few people actually have been waiting for, for the long range, real wheel drive. So what, what's your take on it? He commented about that on Twitter. Uh, from what I understand, they have and that's where the, uh, sorry, that's yeah. where the product complexity came from. Was yeah. When um, Jason asked about Jason, that's if right. the yeah. long range real wheel drive is coming and he said, there's already too much product complexity. So, yeah. He didn't say yes or no, but he just said. He wants to simplify, basically, uh, yeah. complexity. He wants to simplify the lines, which makes sense, right? Uh, if they have a big backlog, they want to get out as many as they can. So why keep changing it up? And yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it, right? Like when you've got a demand issue in terms of you've got too much demand and you're you're backlogged. Uh, and and let, let's face it, here's the other thing. You ask yourself, or you guys tell me what your opinion is. Did they do it also for the reason that maybe some people say maybe it didn't sell because it was subpar compared to the competition, which was supposed to be the Mach E and the ID4, and it was subpar of that in terms of price and and range. So I, that's what I've heard. I don't. I, I personally don't think so. I think that it was selling too well, and maybe. Another theory I heard is it was selling so well that it took away from the higher models. Yeah, I, I, t I totally agree. I think it was, if anything, it was selling too well and cutting into sales of the higher yeah. higher and margin vehicles. Yeah, I was going to say the margin for that one probably wasn't as, as great as, as the uh, long range. Because it, it is a big jump from 50 in Canada from 56 to 69 to go from standard range to long range. Breaking news. Mr. Trevor said he almost bought an SR today. Why? I, I remember I saw your tweet, Trevor. I, I know you're, you're 
I'm kidding. I don't know if you were, but uh, that would have been interesting if you did. I remember I saw your tweet this morning about uh, letting everyone know that there are still some uh, Ys, standard range Ys uh, around the GTA. Um, just call call the service center or call the center to get more info on that. So that's interesting that you were you were thinking of pulling the trigger. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. When I saw how many were available on the used on the existing inventory side, it was it was tempting to hit that buy button, but even for you, hold, yeah. holding out for the Cybertruck. I was actually going to bring this up, and uh, Trevor kind of beat me to it. The price discrepancy between Canadian and U.S. Yeah, you know what? While we're on topic, it, it wasn't a topic I was going to... Uh, let me see. No, it wasn't a topic we were going to talk about, but no, definitely. I mean, I, don't, I didn't want to bring it up, but now that you guys did, we'll certainly talk about it. I just didn't want to bring it up to make it sound like I was whiny. A whiny Canadian, <laughs> but um, but no, let's 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 uh, delve into this. So, what do you? What's your take on on the pricing? Because Elon touched on it. Was it early this morning or last night? Where he touched on it and, and talked about the VAT and and other hidden things that are in there. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing what his tweet was actually, but he, keep in mind too, wasn't he replying to New Zealand or Australia? Like he didn't really say anything and I, I know trevor uh jumped in there too with uh uh the the his his question to elon about canadian prices and how you know we have free trade a lot of those hidden things that go over to europe and those costs that are affected uh for for those countries overseas are, are very are, are you know are reasonable uh reasons i guess or, or uh Valid, yeah, yeah, valid, valid reasons. But here in North America, with free trade and everything, I thought we had free trade. I thought that's what this was all about. And I just, I, I agree with what Trevor's saying. It's just the math still doesn't add up. It's still in excess of a, a few so thousand dollars. Here's the, here's my logic behind it. Uh, Let me hear Tesla, your logic. When Tesla actually enters, so when I bought my Model Three in 2018, I did the U.S. to Canadian conversion and. Uh, it was within $500. Uh, I was actually in the on the green side of the 500 rather than the red. Uh, so when Tesla actually enters the market and they set the price for the car, they do a fairly good job at making the price comparable from the U.S. to Canada. Uh, the problem is, is they haven't been keeping up with the exchange. So our exchange now is, what, 21% versus the 30% it used to be, in, let's say, six months ago. So that's a 10% difference or a 9% difference over a six-month span that we're experiencing uh basically we're not we're not recouping the the percentage difference based off how tesla's uh pricing it no i agree i agree and i, I thought exactly the same thing it's like they yeah a few years back they were very precise about it and they were right on point and as the dollar fluctuated like it always will right it have fluctuated really bad at one point for us but now it's gotten better and tesla hasn't seemed to address that yeah, and Trevor's saying they're asking for around forty percent still. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. If you do the conversion, yeah, it works out to about one point four. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I know, you got to think from Tesla's perspective, they want to put a buffer in there to help them, there to save themselves. But at the because same time, yeah. that's that's a massive buffer now, right? So, <laughs> yeah. hey, and and we know Tesla isn't shy of changing prices. I mean. What I forgot to mention in, in that whole confusion of the SR um, plus going away, I mean, a few days before that, 
there was price changes. Like the the SR went down. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm right. Yeah, the SR went down two grand. The long range went down one grand, and the performance went up one grand. So they were they were playing with prices, and like that whole week was confusing. Like there were that whole week and a half, there were so many changes going on. So let's. I mean, they're not. They can't use like, oh, we don't like messing with the price too much and confusing our customers because that's certainly not the case. <laughs> they do it on the fly, yeah. Yeah, and just to make things even more confusing. And to go back to my point earlier about how everyone was caught by surprise, um, I guess I can say this now that Tesla, I, I knew, was working still behind the scenes to try and get the standard range to qualify for the 5,000 federal incentive and was expecting an announcement this week. So they were still working up until Elon canceled it to still get it to qualify. So it really just came out of left field, this yeah. decision to remove it. You know what? It's funny you say it because I, I believe that, and I, I've been talking to you about that uh, for the last few weeks. And there's like it, it doesn't make sense why they held. I don't know if people. I I know. Sorry, this shouldn't be a Canadian centered uh, podcast, and it usually isn't. But in this case, we're talking, and it's turned in a Canadian part of it. But for everyone that is non-Canadian um, and that doesn't know what happened when when the SRs came. The, to Canada, they sat. They've been sitting for what? They're two or three weeks. And, Almost a month, yeah. Yeah, and and they haven't been released to customers. So we all expected, you know, like Darren saying in the background, they were doing uh, working with the federal government to to make some kind of deal or some of that to come out. And then this happened. And what confused me today is now it's the internet, right? So anyone can say anything without backing it up. Somebody in one of the groups uh, that I go on said that no they know someone that apparently works in the finance the canadian finance part that would be in charge of that um rebate i forget what's called z z something rebate whatever it's called and uh they had never got anything from tesla uh so they don't know as far as they're concerned it was never in the works but take it with a big grain of salt because it's just one person saying that right but after i heard that it was, it was a little confusing uh, so to, to to get back onto the international thing, do you guys think, uh, we'll just get a quick raise of hands here, or maybe in the chat room you guys can chime in too. Do you guys think that uh, they'll bring out any other variant to bridge the gap between, well, there is no gap anymore. Just so make cool. it lower? I still strongly believe one day, I will be able to take delivery of my long range real real drive model Y. Darren, what do you think? I think they have to, um, there's a huge gap that they've now left by removing the standard range at that price point. So if they, I, yeah, I think they have to bring in something at a lower price point now. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's interesting because when they did do that whole strategic lowering the SR and, and um, they hadn't, at that point, they hadn't lowered the uh, long range the very first day, if I remember correctly. So they just lowered the SR. And I think, okay, so they're making a bigger gap between the SR and the long range. And I thought to myself, okay, they're making room for the long, uh, the rear wheel drive. And I'm thinking, perfect. It'll come right, right in the center uh, at the exact halfway point. And then 
couple of days later, or a few days later, the whole uh, my whole theory went out the window. <laughs> well, the whole thing. So I don't know if you guys caught it. I don't remember who did it. Someone did an article saying uh, the long range rear wheel drive is like completely canceled. They're calling people to cancel their orders and change. And um, there's so much like that is a person at Tesla who's a salesperson who's trying to get you to convert your order. That's all uh, it was. Yeah. 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 And there's like a massive article um, just on the flip side. I did get a call about the Cybertruck. Uh, it was like, hey, here, we're going to talk to you about home charging. Uh, and I told them, like, I have a Tesla already. They're like, oh, really? And the conversation changed completely. Uh, but the way the conversation, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, we don't, need, we don't need this guy anymore. But uh, it was more like, uh, do you want to come in and see a Tesla? Because maybe we can get you... Uh, you know, but in a seat, you start driving one today, you're going to be like, well, I want one today. I don't want to wait for the Cybertruck, right? Uh, so I did receive a phone call and uh, I asked him, I said, hey, so what's the deal with the long range rear wheel drive Model Y? Like, should I sit on it? He goes, yeah. He goes, don't bother. Don't cancel it. We haven't been told that those are canceled yet. So there's nothing like you just have to wait, right? Yeah. Uh, and this was like literally two days after that big long article came out that said, you know, they're all being canceled. And uh, Jason yeah. was going in a frenzy. <laughs> Poor Jason. Yeah, and go ahead, Darren. No, I oh, I thought you said no, no. No, ex exactly right, Franklin. I I think I mean, and whole articles were were written about the death of the long range real wheel drive and how it'll never come out. But all it was, you're right. It's just, um, I guess, what you could say on the ball salespeople trying to turn a sale, right? And can you blame them? That's their job. Right? I and, mean, they've, and they've been doing it for months too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, yeah, we we saw it in in other circumstances, not just this. But all of a sudden, we assumed it was that. And so I still I agree with you. I still think it it is destined to be real. But what throws a little wrench into my thinking there is what um Trevor's saying here is he said the only problem is how uh, Elon talked about complex uh, complexity. And and just easing that. So I'm wondering. I don't know. Could, could that? Could they really be like throwing everything out just to just to make a smoother assembly line? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I guess. I think, I think that combined with the fact that the rear wheel drive was the lowest number of reservations and it got pushed back, they adjusted the timeline of which variant is coming out at which time, and the single motor rear wheel drive was pushed to the end. I don't think we'll ever see that one. Combined with, said, combined with the numbers game. You said something important there, Dex. Smoother assembly <laughs> line? Yeah. Oh, uh, you're... I'm guessing that's a segue. That's a segue. <laughs> I've missed your segues, buddy. I've missed it in the last few weeks. I can tell you that. Another awesome article from Drive Tesla Canada. Oh, I got to get those guys on a show one day. They put out such good articles. So we this was first told to us by was it uh was it tweeted out by uh was it Sawyer? Yeah, Sawyer. Yeah. Where he said, you know, he heard that I guess he had friends or I forget how he found out. But in a nutshell, I actually it may say down here in your thing. No, that's just the email. In a nutshell, uh there was rumors and it turned out to be true that the uh Fremont factory was shutting down. We already know that the SNX line has been shut down if not just not fully operational for for a long actually since uh around christmas time 
and we know why, we know why now. But the S and the uh, sorry, the Y and the three line was rumored to be actually it first started out. It was just a three line that was rumored to be shut down, uh, and then we found out it was confirmed. It was that um, semiconductor shortage around the world, the global global shortage of that. Is that what it was? If I remember correctly, am I getting the uh, right part? That's the. Uh... That's what we assume. He all that Elon said was uh, parts shortage, parts supply yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. And then you're right. Uh, Elon put out an email that was yesterday. Was it yesterday? He put it uh, put an email out saying that yeah, he confirms it. It was they were, pardon me, they did uh, shut it down, uh, but it was only down for two days. And as of the email that day, it was supposed to, which was yesterday, it was supposed to be back up and running. Um, now. As we all know, when you shut down, or maybe you don't know, when you shut down a production line, especially in a, a car assembly line, uh, and you start it back up, it doesn't just, you don't just pick up where you left off. It's like it slowly has to get back up and running and parts have to come. It, 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 it's, it's an ordeal. So to get back where they left off, like if they were spitting out, you know, 7,000 cars a day, for example, it's going to take a, a little bit, you know, maybe a day or two or three to get back up to that speed. It doesn't just happen uh, instantaneously. So I don't know if it was just the uh, Wall Street market was crap to begin with or if this news had anything else to do with it. But Tesla stock this week in general, and I mean, like I said, the whole market was up and down and really crazy. Uh, but the stock took a hit, <laughs> let's just say. So part shortage for man like auto manufacturers is pretty normal. Uh, there's been like a massive yeah. chip shortage. Uh, he also said they take the opportunity to do upgrades and maintenance. So I remember back uh, 2018 and actually found an article. Uh, hold on one second. No, you're right. While, while you look for that and jump in. Yeah, I got it. it. You got it? Okay. So... Uh, Tesla temporarily stops Model 3 production line, and uh, this is from The Verge. Uh, this is April 16th, uh, 2018, and I remember at the time people were going ballistic, same like now, same exact stance, and it was just to retool and get everything back up a little bit quicker, right? So it's not like this is the first time it's happened, and uh, <laughs> a little bit I've been on Twitter, it's like, oh my god, why is it shut down? Um, it's pretty normal practice. I mean, they've done it before, and they didn't go bankrupt then, so relax, you're going to get your car or the company's going to be fine. So. But you guys know, and anyone listening, at you, you guys know the FUD, right? Like, it just, they're just, everyone that wants Tesla to fail or wants to short the stock, if that's even a thing anymore, Bill Gates, they're just waiting for the one negative thing or the one thing they may think is negative to come out and say, what, there you go, told you so, stock's got to go down. It's they they're not going to meet their 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 uh, production values or numbers or you know something for them to lose their mind about and say I told you so they're they're just waiting for that so you're right it happens to all to other manufacturers and stuff like that and you know what in the long run uh, I don't think this is going to affect them it was so short not that we'll notice anyways but in the long run I think it's tell me you guys might know better than I do. I think it's a it's a good thing because they were able to do maintenance on on line because these are lines are constantly going any kind of maintenance and stuff like that, unless it's emergency that they have to fix doesn't get done uh, as far as I know I mean I've never I, I'm I may be talking out of my butt because I've never worked on an assembly line but I have a 
decent idea how they work. So I would assume that, you know, you you don't always get the kind of maintenance that maybe these uh, machines and the, these lines uh, deserve when it's constantly going. So it's getting shut down. And like uh, Franklin said, or Elon even said in, in the um, in the letter, but more importantly, what Franklin said, not what Elon said, <laughs> is that uh, you, can do <laughs> you can do upgrades and improvements. Now, there's an upgrade that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, that I'm hoping with the shutdown that they were able to do, we'll see. But um, you guys think that that? I mean, I, I'll ask Darren because I think I got your opinion, Franklin. For, uh, Darren, do you think that this, at the end of the day, turns out to be a negative thing for them to, for the shutdown? No, I don't think so. Not at all. I think no. everyone overreacted just a little bit on on this news, and like you were just saying, um, kind of make lem lemonade given lemons make lemonade whatever the saying is yep um when it's down might as well take advantage of the time and make some improvements and uh do some maintenance yeah and like like trevor says he's saying you know part shortages are normal honda and allison is shut down for days due to part shortages too so that's just another one and i know i like i i said i've got a little bit of knowledge about uh assembly lines and everything i have some family members that work just uh there's a toyota plant uh, just west of us, probably about 40 minutes from where I am, from the GTA. And uh, they're shutting down, and this is a big company like Toyota. They're shutting down, I, 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 okay, I'd be exaggerating if I said all the time, but they're shutting down every now and then for production changes where, where they're going to stop making the Camry and now moving to the RAV or something like that. Um, so they're shutting down for that, and, and they shut down for annual reasons like, um, holidays and stuff like that too. So, it's if a big company like Toyota that puts out what probably twenty x what the Tesla puts out yearly, if they can if they can find a time and and find it in their uh, benefit to shut down, then you know why can't Tesla without having people coming down on them? You know which assembly line shut down for a very long time by the look <laughs> of it, DeLorean. Mattel. <laughs> oh, Mattel. Jeez, don't get me started with that. Well, actually, no, you, you, you do want to get me started on this. Franklin, if I've missed nothing from your absence, it's your segue. It's your gift of segueism, if that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, another fresh article by an astounding website called Drive Tesla Canada. Um, stop me anytime this gets cheesy and old, Darren. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, this. I'm gonna tell you tell you the news, which you probably already know, and then I'll tell you my my opinion. And this may, you know, get a little people uh, uh, upset. But so Hot Wheels. If you're not sure, if you don't remember Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels is a company that came out probably almost a year ago. And I only say this because I was a year ago when it came out. I know exactly where I was because I said my phone blew up and I started getting messages from everyone. Oh, you got to check out this Cybertruck uh, toy that Mattel just released and it's going to be a big RC one and there's a small one. And I went on a website. I was at Disney with my family and I took the time to look at this and order it and everything like that. I know I'm a bad, I'm a bad dad and father and, 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 and husband, but I, and, and that was only just a year ago within this week. So I know this, 
for a fact it's close to a year and it was supposed to be december and you can order in, in a nutshell you can order the uh, small is it 164th scale i think it is yep. yeah yeah yep. yeah 164th scale um for 20 bucks i think it was on the website and then you could order the one tenth scale, the larger sucker, and that was four hundred. These are all U.S. prices, and uh, they sold out in what, like a couple hours? I heard, like at least yeah. a big one sold out, and then the other one sold out a little bit. And then it was supposed to be um, a December twenty twenty delivery or production. So you know, whoever got in, who was lucky enough to get in, got in, and who didn't, then was regretful so come when was it probably november i think we got the email everyone that put in an order that it wasn't going to be december anymore i think it was november maybe even december of i got of, a few of those emails yeah yeah i know i got a few i wonder why you got a few <laughs> <laughs> saying that it was delayed and it was going to be may so everyone's like okay you know what i get it and i think personally that they delayed it i mean covid maybe Maybe it's nothing other than COVID. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I also think that it was delayed because of the possible changes to the dimensions that <laughs> Tesla and Elon kept going back and forth about. Who knows? But Okay. In the defense of Tesla, when Mattel sends out an email that says, please confirm whether you still want your order, and you have to manually email them back, the number that they sent you did not match the, your order number, and it was a full-out manual process. My faith in Mattel is very high in yes. terms of who made the delay. Yes. Right. So. <laughs> okay, so we'll 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 call it Mattel. Um, no, and I wasn't blaming Tesla. I'm just saying maybe they didn't want to put out something or produce something, and then it doesn't look exactly like. I mean, I get it; it's a toy, but maybe it doesn't look exactly like what the finished product down the line would look like. Maybe they didn't want to risk that. Who knows? But anyways, so it got delayed. It was supposed to be May of 2021, which is in a few few months. So then fast forward to yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Ryan from the Kilowatts happened to be strolling through a Target in Orange. Where is it? On Orange, in San Bernardino, California. And he just it just caught him. It just caught his eye. He's like, what? And it was the 164 scale on the shelf in packages, and it was going for the same 20 bucks. So I think he picked up a bunch. Raj got one, or Raj got a couple. <laughs> uh, and, a, and then he tweeted it out, and the floodgates opened. Everyone went everywhere. And, you know, I don't know if any of you guys had any US friends that um, secured some for you, but uh, I didn't. I put out a tweet. Uh, commenting to someone who did get some, yeah, and I got like three or four direct messages saying, "Hey, did you want one?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I've I have mine coming eventually. Thirty six coming. <laughs> eventually, mine are on the way. Uh, when they do, like, don't bother sending me any, right? Uh, so they're they're nice enough to offer, but uh, I never bothered um, asking yeah. for any, right? It doesn't make sense. Well, in this awesome article, um, Darren goes to the trouble to show like pictures and, and, and I guess um, in a receipt showing a barcode and stuff. Is that, is that Ryan's receipt? No, Ryan actually um, went out after I published this article. And so I found on Facebook, there was uh, someone 
this this person in San Bernardino had found it on the in the store there. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So this is all this guy. I think his name was John. Yes, John. John. Yeah, from Facebook. Okay, so maybe I got the story a little bit wrong, but I thought it was Ryan was the first person, but maybe it's a Sean guy. But uh, yeah, it's, okay. So basically, John, did you break this story? Yeah. Awesome. See. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> I, I I've got nothing corny or witty to say, but once <laughs> again, yeah. Okay, so you you've gone to the trouble, or or John posted the um, the barcode. What's that called? It the UC something code. The UPC. UP UPC. You, you think I would know that after working five years in retail? In my twenties, so maybe that's why. Um, yeah, that was like fifty years ago. So yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, yeah, because I'm seventy something now. <laughs> <laughs> so and and here's a picture of what they look like for everyone that's uh, watching at home and can see. And uh, I I apologize to our audio listeners, but if you haven't seen it, just do a Google search. You, you'll come up with it really easily. So a little one. 64 scale so really tiny it's probably that's about the same scale as usually the um the regular hot wheels is it not yeah there thereabouts yeah yeah and uh it's got a remote control and uh like i said uh tesla raj did a good video this morning about it uh, if you want to check out his video he he demonstrates it and shows you how fast it is and everything but what i was getting back like apparently some people took this barcode and um here in Canada and went to see if they can, cause this was all in the U S and no one could find anything in the Canadian stores, but uh, some people called up and asked like uh, Walmarts and toys or us and stuff like that. And apparently uh, they have these codes, these um, barcodes or UPC codes in their system, but they just don't have any expectation of delivery or, or shipping date or anything like that, but it's in their system. So that's good news. I guess that it's in their system. I just noticed that this isn't even English. What what, what language is this? That's Russian. Russian. For some reason, yeah. Ah, okay. So is it also in Russia? <laughs> yeah. Who wow. Knows? Strange. Strange. Yeah. If it if it hits our area, Dax, I'll let you know. Uh, I have a Hot Wheels dealer <laughs> who will uh, hook me up for all local Hot Wheels. I know your Hot Wheels dealer, Franklin, and he's supposed Shh. to be in lockdown. <laughs> quiet. No, no, but he... Yeah, never mind. Let's let's quiet down here, Dax, about Maybe my Hot Wheels dealer. I didn't name any names, but yes, I know, you, I know your Hot your I'm, I'm dealer. I'm I don't go anywhere, but my dealer, he's yeah. my Hot Wheels dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's... Okay, so that's, that's that, and uh, I'm not even looking at the chat. I hope you guys are... Yeah, I've been keeping up. Good, good. Um, <laughs> thanks, Trev. That's what UPC codes are for. <laughs> so, oh yeah, oh, it's, uh, like Angel saying, it's supposed to be here in Canada. It's supposed to be um, twenty-five bucks. So, my take on this, I'm, I'm a little. Keep in mind, I never ordered the one sixty-fourth. I ordered the one ten. But God knows if the one ten is going to do the same thing. My, my, I guess beef with Mattel. And not just mine. I, I was on Twitter, and I saw some other people uh, voicing their opinions too about this pretty strongly. But my my thing is, okay, a year ago, you put it online. Everyone pre-ordered. Uh, I mean, I think they took a dollar deposit or a $0.10 cents deposit or something because like I know something happened to my credit card. It's just one of those pre-authorization things, so I get it, right? So they haven't taken, for all intents and purposes, they haven't taken any money from us. But still, we, we, we committed to it. Uh, they delayed it for us. 
at the end of last year. They asked us if we were still interested in it. Like Franklin, Franklin said, we had to go through a process and email them back. Pretty archaic, but we did that. We said we wanted it. They said, okay, it's going to be here in May. And then it's almost like, yeah, all you dedicated, loyal customers that uh, started on day one and everything, we're going to kick you in the teeth and we're just going to put it in the stores now that we have stock and production of it. And let anyone that didn't order it <laughs> just walk into a Target and get it. That sort of rubbed me and, I, I, like I said, a few other people the wrong way. And I, I pray to God they don't do that with the 110 scale. What do you guys think of that? I mean, it sucks, but... Uh, whatever it doesn't matter. I'm gonna get mine in May. Whether I get it today well, or in well, May, will it doesn't you? matter. Well, you now my my only actually I shouldn't say my concern because I know it probably won't happen and it doesn't matter if it does happen. But some other people's concern is like, okay, you're selling all the stock now. Are you gonna have enough to ship out to the people that reserved it? I, I think imagine, I think they I think they will. But it's a valid question, right? I imagine yeah. they're gonna fill their orders and then all the leftover from their limited release is the ones that you're seeing in stores and that's it was was the 164th limited i know the 110 yeah, was was limited but it, it, the did, 164th it did end up well? selling out from yeah they're they're both limited so they probably filled all the orders they have enough stock to fill all the orders that they have and then all the leftovers is uh <laughs> you won't get any. You won't get any, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> but I mean, um, when I get mine, for those who do not have them, I will be doing some giveaways. So, yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing I didn't want that that, I, that also irked me a little bit. Actually, this probably irked me more than than them putting them out in stores. Because yeah, like I said, I, I think we all will get every everyone will get it. It's just you won't be the first, and you know, there's bragging rights there. But the other thing that bugged me, and I'm sure it bugs you guys too. And I get it. It's free market. I get it and all that. But people are buying them and putting them on, on eBay. And the last tweet I saw just before we went live here, I saw up, up to $60 or $65. So it was over three times the price. I saw one, the larger version, sell for 2800 Canadian uh, early on. Sell? Yeah, so that's just for the reservation. Yeah, yeah I was correct. gonna say they don't even have it yet. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So see, maybe I'll come out of the doghouse if I do that, because my <laughs> wife will forgive me. Because, buddy, you wouldn't believe the headache. Um, she may be listening. I better not say anything. My <laughs> my my concept is to do giveaways, right? Um, you to give away the one tenth. <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, good for you, buddy. Yeah, I got I got three of the one tenths. And a lot of the 164s. Someone so, told me last week that my mug. It's transparent. Yeah. It's transparent. So I'm just fake drinking. Looks like you're in uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the, yeah. But yeah, my plan is full out giveaways. Um, Good for you. Like, I got a lot of Hot Wheels for that purpose just to do giveaways because uh, the resale value on, on them is kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I can attest. Uh, I mean, this isn't not blowing sunshine up your butt or anything, but I can attest to everyone. Franklin's not a hoarder. There's some people out there that hoard them and they'll have like 50 and I don't know what they're going to do with them because they don't want to sell them. I haven't seen them selling them or I haven't heard of them selling them. Just, and I'm not talking about the Cybertruck ones, just the regular uh, Tesla on one Hot Wheels. But yeah, see, as I'm about to compliment him, he walks away. But yeah, I was going to say that he he is a man of his word and he does do a lot of um, giveaways and stuff like that. I'll say something bad when he puts his headphones on, watch. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, he is that kind of terrible person. <laughs> what now? Nothing. <laughs> no, it's uh, um, uh, like I'll, I'm not joking. I'll see like I, I keep a whole bunch in my car. And I'll see like kids. I saw a kid playing with an RC car one day with his father, and I like walked up to him like, "Hey, do you want a Hot Wheels?" And his dad's like, "Yeah, that's creep, cool. get away." <laughs> no, he was so so excited, and I'm like, "Why not? Why not give it to someone who's out playing with a RC car in the snow with his father?" Uh, like he probably he he's the type of person that enjoyed it the most, right? So yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, that's why I went on a long road trip for maple syrup with you, buddy, because you're that type of caring person. So I got this one today. Oh, that's where you had to go. No, 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 I got this in the mail. Let me just full screen you here. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. So, what is that? You can see the roadster, right? Oh, the roadster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But this is like a Valentine's Day specialized package. Oh, you got that from your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> that is, and and there's six other classic cars or different cars yes. that came with it. Okay, cool. Yeah, and this was from 2009. Oh wow! So I'm up to around 40 different Tesla Hot Wheels now. I think I'm missing three or four. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll I'll do a video um, with all of them at some point in time. Yes, you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I get the, when I get the last three and make like an actual uh, like wall display or whatever, right? Yep. Um, sorry to do this, but where's our damn FSD beta? <laughs> yeah, I I saw that one, Trevor, and I'm not going back there because you're just gonna trigger Franklin. All right. So, do you want? Okay, I'm gonna. I'll tell some quick information about the FSD beta. Uh, Are you the, allowed to say this? Yeah, why not? The I'm, I didn't sign no NDA. Uh, the current beta testers are being asked about collecting snow data. Uh, the let's see what I can say. The, it is being tested within Canada by employees only. Uh, I've seen it working, uh, not with the display that we have in the U.S. And I am told. Uh, that we're going to see it uh, non-employees in the very near future. Yeah, when the snow melts. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any snow over here. Hey, I canceled winter <laughs> for the longest of time. Okay. Um, you know, but I think, you... yeah, that's that's pretty much everything I can say without getting anyone or anything in trouble. Yeah. Good. Well, I appreciate that little. Um... A tidbit of information. Um, some may call it a scoop. Some may say, "Oh, I knew that all along," but they didn't. If they say that, <laughs> unless yeah. they unless they have tips just like you, then maybe so. But you know what? I mean, it's what can uh, there's we say there's one other thing too. So again, don't take this as it's happening. Uh, I saw this about a month, two months ago. Uh, they are working on a new level of FSD beta. Uh, I don't know what that entails. Uh, by the sounds of it, it's a scaled back version. Again, I'm not sure. I wasn't given exact details. I just know that that was something that uh, was discussed amongst that. the team. Yeah. Yeah, I can so, see that. Yeah. Like just a few features that what we're seeing on videos down in the States stripped out of it and just yeah. more tame. Well, you know what? Uh, where were they right now? Like, I mean, I know the guys down in the States have been uh, waiting a while between um, 
version numbers since the last one to when the next one's supposed to come. And uh, who was it? Was it John? Somebody somebody had tweeted out on Twitter, and um, Elon says that it's going to be a, neck, a, a big step forward, uh, but it's going to be a while. Once again, I'm paraphrasing, but not to expect it too soon or something, but it sounds like they're addressing a lot of um, issues that, that they have, and it's going to be a, a big step forward. So I think the wait's going to be worth it for those guys. And yeah, I'm waiting for it to, I mean, I'm waiting for it to warm up in general um, as it's slowly starting to. Uh, don't even say it, Darren. <laughs> but uh, here, here in Ontario, it's slowly starting to warm up. But yeah, I mean, just in when I'm done with winter in general, but for the added benefit and bonus of um, Franklin's information there, that we may get something in warmer weather. And then does that mean <laughs> in November they'll take it away from us? <laughs> Limited time beta is oh. what, how ours is going to be released as. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, been in clubhouse a lot lately and i know you haven't franklin um but uh clubhouse is an interesting um uh, it's an awesome app but it's interesting in, in some of these groups and it's interesting to see here some people that have fsd the beta that i think i gotta be careful what i say here. They, they're not trashing it but they're talking about all the negative things and and they're being realistic don't get me wrong i, I appreciate them be, being realistic but people that aren't even familiar with the snow aspect of it because they may not be living in a snow climate saying, Oh yeah, it, it'll never work for you guys in, in Canada with snow. It'll never. And then, I mean, it's probably enough. We get the, the Canadians up here that don't like, uh, or don't, I shouldn't say don't like it, but are very skeptical about the FSD beta and, and talking about the cameras and the placements and stuff like that. And, uh, they're negative about it in general. So it it's added Real, on top of that negativity. Realistically, and now we're having like a full beta discussion here. Uh, Thanks, Trev. They have <laughs> to they have to make sure that it's safe. Like go on TikTok. I, I I don't use TikTok. I just see the videos that surface from it, right? That my friends send me. Um if you go on TikTok, you'll see just type in Tesla autopilot. You know how many people take videos of them in the passenger seat or back seat? with autopilot and like the three of us know that's not very safe obviously uh the fsd beta would be like anyone listening here knows that yeah the fsd beta would be amplified uh safety precaution right and if you think from tesla's perspective it doesn't make sense to send out a mass release and i say this i i want it obviously as much as anyone else but uh, it doesn't make sense from Tesla's perspective to send out a mass release until it actually is ready and safe. And uh, I'm of the mindset. I kind of hope that Tesla has some sort of thing in their policy where if you have it turned on, you're doing something dumb, they can revoke your your oh, autopilot. Absolutely. Hope so yeah. yeah, yeah. It's too many. I've seen too many idiots out there just with the auto autopilot or navigate on autopilot. Much as well FSD. Thank God. I, you know what? I, I was a little. Curious why they, at first when they started the rollout last fall and how they did it, but now I totally get it. I totally get that they have to, there's no, think of it. There's no way that they, I shouldn't say there's no way. Um, how do I put this? 
there's no way that if they screw this up and they gave it to the wrong person and it gets and that person does something stupid with it and hurts somebody, there's no way that Tessa would be able to um, live that down or, so, or or get in front of that. Something else I want to bring up here, just because uh, we're here now. Uh, he Gary said, if they're already not revoking people from doing stupid things with current autopilot, no way they're going to be doing that with FSD. Uh, the current FSD beta testers, and again, I'm not throwing anyone under, under the bus here. Uh, I've seen someone, one of them, get an email saying, hey, you've done this, this, and this on this day, that day, and this day. If it does not stop, you will be removed from the beta. Really? Correct. Wow. Uh, again, I'm not going to say more than that because it's not fair. But Like uh, as in a video that, that was published or they just knew from the telemetry and the information? They knew from the information Holy. that they gathered. <laughs> so uh, it's something they're taking very serious because they have to send this data back uh, to governments uh, saying, hey, yeah. look, it's driving it safe. For regulations. Uh, so they need, yeah. Putting right. everything in jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I, and I don't blame them one bit. So obviously, obviously, I never even thought of this before, but stupid me. Obviously, to be in a beta tester in a Model 3 or a Model Y, you can't cover that that interior camera uh i believe chris has this covered still so i'm not sure oh, yeah that, so he actually, did have it covered from the beginning he did yeah 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 that's something i heard from like the very early days was that that cabin camera had to be turned on for the fsd beta testers but then that that came from a non-beta tester and then when i've asked some of them yeah they've all said that that's not a requirement because that's yeah. what I—that's part of the reason why I thought it might get delayed in Canada because we don't have that camera active. There's a lot of beta mm -hmm. testers currently too, right? Keep that in mind. Like, there's a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. Well, at last count, Elon said about a thousand, right? Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, I think out of that a thousand, I'm not the first one to think this. As somebody else said this, and and I, I'm just echoing what they said, and I, I agree that majority of those are probably uh, employees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, family and employees. And then not to say only the ones we see on social media are the rest. I'm sure there's some out there that are just regular uh, early, early testers that don't bother to pick up a camera and, and videotape themselves and, and make a channel out of it. So there's a there's, handful of them too. In terms of our delay in Canada, um, from what I gather, and again, don't quote me on this. Uh, if you look at, uh, the FSD visualization, it was delayed here as well. Uh, the, the street lights, stop signs, uh, the warning at the red light. Uh, for whatever reason, our laws aren't very friendly in terms of displaying data that the car picks up. And again, I don't know our, I don't know the legalities. I just know that portion uh, took a long time in comparison to navigation on autopilot, for example, or smart summon that took about a month. Whereas actually visualizing the data took a little bit longer. So from what I've seen, the test actually happening in Canada, the visualization is much different currently. And I think Tesla wants to wait until they get the visualization portion approved uh, before we start seeing it here. Because they want the experience to be synced. They want it to be the same, obviously, right? Uh, again, I don't know the legalities. I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> that to me, it doesn't make sense, right? It's you're just picking up stuff around your car, but... Uh, but that's just my hunch based off all my information. So, yeah, no, 
I get it. It it all makes sense, and they're taking it very slowly and very cautiously. And like I said, risk of sounding like a broken record, they have to, right? I mean, if they yeah. screw this up or someone screws it up for them, it, they'll never live it down. I, you remember me saying about 15 minutes ago, there's people just – they make it their life effort to do nothing but find flaws and excuses to be negative about Tesla. They would have a feel that this would be Christmas for them. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it. Yeah. yeah. This would be Christmas, your birthday, everything into in piled into one. If, if that happened and you know, the media would just run with it. Not saying, not to say the media is anti Tesla, but the media is just the media. These days are, there's no, substance in in responsible journalism or or fact checking or something like that. they'll just see one person tweet it out and they'll they'll pick it up and they'll run with it and they'll be negative because you know negativity sells in in today's news sorry i love the media <laughs> i'm sure you do yeah i can tell why okay. yes you know what the media sometimes they have some very uplifting stories I did it there for you, Franklin. Cheesy, but I've been cheesy all night. So what else is new? Um, our last story brought to us by uh, Dratessa Canada. What, what was uh, – I'll ask you that off, off here, Darren. Um, I, brought up, I brought up Ryan so many times tonight. Ryan from the Kilowatts, he's, um, he's, he's doing some awesome stuff lately. Um, well, not lately, for a long time, but as of late. Um, he seems to be in, in the news quite a bit. And if this isn't Ryan, please correct me before I go too far with this story, just like I did with the Mattel thing. <laughs> this one is Ryan. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, he was driving, and, and I've talked to him on Clubhouse, and it seems like his full-time job now, now that he has his mock, he, he just drives around the, the Fremont factory just with his cameras all running and obviously – uh, the Tesla cam and the car running. And that's where this image came from. Because I guess he didn't have his camera ready in time. Um, it's a picture of what most people to the untrained eye, probably me would see a model wide drive by and think, ah, oh, nothing of it. But Ryan, he has a, he has a, a good eye for these kind of things. He saw it and knew right away. There's something different about this model. Y. Uh, and lo and behold, once again, like I said, I wish you guys could be looking at these pictures um, with us uh, on on the video version of it. But if you're if you're at home listening to it or in your car listening to the audio version, when you get a chance, uh, pull up, uh, go go to Ryan's um, a Twitter Twitter page. It's called Kilowatts. It's at K L W T T S. That's short for kilowatts, and you'll see it was uh, what day was this? February twenty second. So just a few days ago. He spotted a, a red Model Y, even though this picture makes it look orange. That's just the camera. Um, and it is significantly, now that I've clicked on it, it's going straight. It's, it looks significantly lifted. Um, you, can, you can tell that. Uh, what, what is the regular ground clearance of a Y? Six inches, <laughs> I think. It's the Mars edition. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Angelo said it's the Mars edition. The Mars edition. Okay. I thought something I said. Anyways, yeah. I think, no, you're not funny. I think somebody, no, I thought you were making fun of me. Uh, <laughs> something I said stupidly. <laughs> I think somewhere in the ballpark, 
it's around six inches, the, the ground clearance for a Model Y. This, in this picture, and there's different angles of it, it looks a lot wider. You can also tell by the wheel well, um, the space in the, or the gap in the wheel well, that, that's a, a rear view picture on the side rear. You can see there. And it looks like it has different wheels too. And also, some people say because it's dirty means that it's lifted because it means it was off-road. I don't know if it go that far to say. Um, but yeah, it does look dirty. What do you guys think? What do you, are you guys? Well, first of all, do you think that this is a uh, Model Y lifted? I'm gonna... Yeah, yeah, it's definitely lifted. It's definitely well, not stuck. Yeah, I, I hope you. I hope you think that because you wrote the article, <laughs> <laughs> Franklin. Darren, Darren, do you agree with what you wrote? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Franklin, do you think? What do you think? Yeah, it it looks like. I, yeah. I mean, there's not much more to to, to say or go by. Okay, no, no, a one word answer is all I need because it's this is like a two or three part question here. Okay. Oh. Now, okay. do you? Th yeah, I should I should have prefaced that before. Now, do you think that out of the the? Okay, you you both think it's lifted. Do you think that that's um something they're testing that that they're bringing to market? I would be surprised if it is. You've ruined my dreams. Go ahead, <laughs> Franklin. I, I would be surprised if it is. I hate you too. Okay, third question. Well, the third question really doesn't make a difference now that you guys have <laughs> <laughs> shot down the other one. I was going to say, well, I'll ask it anyways. If it is something going, do you, would it, do you guys think it would be air suspension? I'd be surprised if it is. Thanks. <laughs> well, I think it's air suspension. I'm hope. Well, sorry, I, I shouldn't say I think. I'm hoping it's air suspension. I'm hoping it's it's um, going into production uh, sooner or later. And getting back to segueing in reverse, getting back to two topics we were talking ago about ago when we talked about the shutdown for those two days. Maybe, maybe it's just wishful thinking. Maybe they're they did that, and they that was one of the quote unquote upgrades. Who knows? That's just like I said. That's just me wishing. Maybe. I think, it's a, I think it's a little too niche for them to release something like that. No, no. But I'm thinking if it's an if it's air suspension and you can control oh, it up or down, controllable like the S's and the X's, and that's just it riding in in its upward position. But you can adjust it like. Yeah, no, to sell it just like that and you're driving around all day like that, like like Brian from I1 Tesla, yeah, that's not for everyone. I get that. But if it's adjustable air suspension like the S and the X, do you think it's a possibility? <laughs> when I first saw those pictures, I thought it was a possibility. And then I was looking back because I know um, Green's found Green the only has found references to air suspension. Yes. Um, but so far, those have only been for the Model 3. There hasn't been any um, reference to the Model Y ever having air suspension. So take that for what it's worth. Darren, 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 Darren. I know. You know I'm as well as I do, whatever happens on the 3, it's like it's a can in the U.S. Whatever happens in the U.S. happens in Canada eventually. When they sneeze, we catch the flu. Maybe, maybe a terrible analogy, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. 
where is that guy? Who's the guy at the beginning of the show? Dan? Maybe that's what he's holding out for. Air suspension. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wants to wait till May. Uh, you know what? I mean, all jokes aside, uh, air suspension would be a cool added thing, added uh, addition. Um, added addition that does make you know what I mean. Uh, it would be an addition, a cool addition. But from what I understand, everyone that I hear that has or had air suspension says eventually it's just more problems than than nothing else because after time it, they leak, they rupture. You have to change them. You have to. Repair them, like so. I don't know. Maybe it's not a good thing to have for yeah, the for the I've convenience. Heard. Yeah, I've heard the same. Nice to have, but probably not something you really want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, any any other? I mean, we had four, but it turned into like five or six because we touched on a few other things like FSD and stuff. Like that. That's Trevor's fault. Sorry. That's Trevor's fault. <laughs> no, it, it's it's. I'm glad he, he uh, mentioned that because I want to talk one last thing. So I, I mentioned it earlier um, when we're talking about FSD about data collection. Uh, for people who are driving their cars currently, your car is obviously sending data back to Tesla. So just wanted to like show something. Um, Hi, Trev. Thanks for yeah. helping out. And I don't know if you can see that. See the the graph uh, this way. So that's yep. data usage of my car each and every day, and it stays roughly that's 20 and 40 so it's like 20 to 40 gigs uploaded per day now i'm going to show gigs? you gigs uh sorry megabytes, megabytes. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. Yeah. <laughs> now i want to show you just today ah oh. wow that's a lot everyone okay. go to their cars or routers and check so two yeah that that's why i had gigs on my mind um <laughs> i'm not going <laughs> uh oh yeah, sorry uh, I had gigs on my mind because I saw the 2.6 gigs. So it's uploading between 20 and 40 megabytes per day. And then today it was literally gigs. Uh, How much did you actually drive today? Uh, a little bit more than regular, but not that much more. Like an hour or like? Yeah, um, like an hour, if wow. that. That's a lot. Damn, I ruined my joke. I was muted. <laughs> yeah, an hour, if that. So it's it's not necessarily how long you drive. It might be I picked up something as I was driving that Tesla specifically looking for. Uh, and that's why all the data got sent back. Right. But that kind of goes back to what I was saying. They are like actively and heavily collecting data um, for the beta. Uh, talk about Starlink. Yeah. I was just going to say um, Angelo and, and a lot of people, because I know you have it. Uh, some people are getting it. I have a buddy that has a, just built a cottage out in Huntsville and um, he ordered it because Huntsville, for anyone that doesn't know, is, is a northern town, about two and a half, three hours north of Toronto. So they don't get the best um, internet up there. So he just built his cottage and he's ordered Starlink. He's not even a Tesla person. Like he doesn't, he just drives a regular car. He's not into electric cars or Tesla, but he's excited about Starlink. So yeah, tell us what's your, do you mind telling us your experience? No, or NDAs or anything going no, on here? No. <laughs> so it's, good and it's bad okay so the speed of starlink is great it's faster than what i have currently when starlink is working it's amazing um not much more to say about that however when it's not but. working <laughs> but when it's not working it's not such an amazing experience because you have no internet right um so they break up uh if you go into the app uh, you can actually see 
like detailed information about everything. And they break up downtime into three parts. So uh, obstructed downtime, uh, downtime for uh, beta downtime, and then loss of satellite downtime. So it's literally you have three types of downtime. So basically loss of satellite is if it's pointing up, it can't find the satellite, uh, you have no connection. So in the last 12 hours, I've had zero minutes of uh, satellite obstruction uh, or satellite downtime. Uh, I've had obstruction downtime, and that's basically uh, a tree that's swaying. It's very, very sensitive. Uh, a house, uh, a squirrel running by on, on my roof, like anything that comes by is obstruction downtime. Really? And unfortunately, I experienced that more than I probably should. Um, and then beta downtime, which is probably the worst one, in my opinion, because that's scheduled downtime. And that works out to roughly one minute per hour, which... A lot of people are like, that's not a lot, but that's actually a substantial amount of time. Uh, and it's not like over the last 12 hours, I have uh, 12 minutes of downtime. But that doesn't mean it's like one minute every hour at this time or, uh, hey, they're doing maintenance at 3 a.m. while I'm sleeping. It could be like for the next five minutes, I will have no Internet at all uh, just because that happens to be maintenance time. So if I was doing this podcast with you and I flipped my internet to my other one because it's a little bit more reliable. I was going to ask you about that yeah. at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I got, if you notice, I got disconnected um, before we came on air Yeah, uh, because Starlink was going through one of those brief downtime periods. Okay. And, and when it goes down, it goes right down. It doesn't like, it doesn't throttle down or anything. It, it, it just it, goes off. It crashes. Yes. Ooh. Didn't you, didn't you say those are scheduled? Scheduled downtime. Yeah. They are scheduled. So, so yeah. how do you like? How much in advance do you? Know they they don't tell down? you when it's going to happen. Oh, but it they call it scheduled. They so call scheduled it, on their end, not on your end. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's not like they're going to say, "Hey, uh, you know, five p.m. today, you're going to experience that." It's literally they're scheduling on their side. Um, the way they call it scheduled, it, it's basically maintenance downtime is what it is, uh, and you get no heads up about it, and it just kind of happens. Um, I shot a video I've been struggling to piece it together uh, about gaming with it, and gaming's not a great experience. Uh, the latency jumps up too much, and you actually get disconnected way too often. Uh, it so I talked a lot about, about the negatives. I want to talk a little bit about the positives. If you live in like I don't get great internet speeds, I really don't, uh, but the internet I have is more reliable than Starlink currently. Uh, so, but if you live in a place that's like in the middle of nowhere, you're going to pay a lot less for Starlink than you would anything else, and you're getting a lot better speeds. Uh, so, I think the having those brief moments of downtime is worth the trade-off. Uh, but for myself currently, the speed improvements versus the downtime is not worth the trade-off for myself, right? Because the speed improvement's not a large enough gap to justify uh, the downtime that I'm experiencing. Okay. So. Uh, multi-home router possible, so you can have redundancy with another ISP. Uh, I have, uh, I used to have an insanely complex setup, and I don't want to go back to that. Uh, I've simplified it a lot. Uh, this weekend, I do plan to try to get Starlink up and running with like the hundred plus devices in my house uh, to see how it handles it. Uh, that's my plan for this weekend. So we'll see how that goes. I'll see if I can crash Starlink uh, with a hundred devices. <laughs> but 
it, it, it's good. Uh, just certain things like Elon went on Twitter last week and he said, oh, we're going to increase the speed. Uh, I think them increasing stability is more important than increasing speed because I think speed's fine, especially in rural places. Um, I think uh, reliability is more important, right? So, Okay. Is, is Ange maybe wondering, now maybe I'm reading a question wrong, um, but I'm wondering if he means, I lost it. He's okay. I'm wondering if he means when he talks about redundancy with other ISPs, like, can you run, and this is the ignorant part of me, not knowing about networking and stuff. Like that. Can you run one router or one device and have multiple ISPs on that? So when Starlink does go down, it's caught by your other one and there's no interruption. So I had it set up like that originally, um, but then I quickly realized Starlink doesn't have a menu system. <laughs> like they don't have a, a, a like a GUI that you can go to. Yeah. They don't have any type of access. So if you want to change your like Wi-Fi, Android. settle down. <laughs> if you want to change your Wi-Fi uh, password or like SSID, you have to actually do a hard reset on Starlink. There's no, it's not like your regular router Huh. Where you can just go into your software and change your password. Wow. Uh, I have to actually do a full full reset, and I want to combine the two, but I really want to get the usage out of Starlink to see how it worked. Right? I want to get a good test out of it, so I had to split the two because I wanted them separate. I didn't want my current ISP to do all the heavy lifting during the downtime. I actually want to experience the downtime, as dumb as that sounds, so I can say, "Hey, this is actually how it works." Right? Yeah. Um, so again, it it is good. Uh, but it does have flaws. How long does it take to find a satellite? Uh, if the satellite is, if it can't, if it loses track of a satellite, it's anywhere between one and five minutes. Uh, I can actually pick it up and I can like tilt it and it will move up to find the satellite. Uh, again, one to five minutes. Um, obstruction is whenever the obstruction leaves. Uh, I've tried doing snow tests. So some said to put up a whole bunch of snow on it and do like a time lapse. And the actual dish started moving, and it threw all the snow off. Uh, so I have that video. I will publish it, even though it's like a complete fail of a video because the dish literally ruined my <laughs> my video. But uh, it, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's still it's beta. It's definitely beta, and uh, hopefully it improves over time. Right. So yeah. Now you still. I, I know when you first got it, and I saw your first few videos. You had it on your porch. Have you? Have you since mounted it to the roof yet? So I actually just received my roof mount yesterday. Okay. So they ship the, if you buy both, they ship the actual main unit and the roof mount separately and you get your roof mount. Like at least I did. I got my roof mount a couple of weeks later. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I would be curious to know if you should expect, or I would assume, but I don't want to assume that you should expect a maybe better performance other than the scheduled downtime, like you're saying, yeah, like obstructions and stuff like that. Obstructions should be less, but yeah. the uh, I find the like I have it placed now. I've been I've tried doing a video on obstruction views, and I've been playing around with it a lot for video sake, and I've put a lot of videos. But um, I say that, but I've been doing a lot of testing with it to see what it can do and what it can't do, yeah. and I've been playing around with obstructions. So in the app, it actually tells you like. Uh, it shows up a compass and it's like, oh, your obstructions here, here, and here. It's red and yellow and so on and so forth. Um, so I've been playing around with it as much as I can. And I have it right now in a place where I get very little obstruction. Like, 
I get a lot less of obstruction view, and it's mostly the maintenance downtime, which is the killer, in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, uh, Any idea of coverage area of a satellite? Can you drive it many kilometers away from your home? Uh, so that has. You want, you want me to keep going? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like I'm dominating this conversation. <laughs> no, here. no, no. Go ahead, because I, uh, I I heard about that question too before. If you could take it like mobile so, with you. Yeah, there's a. So when you sign up, you have to like pinpoint your house and it says like, this is where you live. Uh, the dish, the satellite is actually registered to my coordinates. So when I go to the app, there's a debug section, which actually shows uh, the exact coordinates of where it will work. Like so I'm guessing, bomb? yeah. So I'm guessing there's like a little radius that it's accept, accepted within. Uh, I haven't tried moving it out of the coordinates. Uh, there's a lot of disclaimers and stuff like, it's not lot. It's not going to work. They're going to stop service. Blah blah blah. Right. So I don't. I've heard <laughs> I don't that. Know no, if that I wanna... Yeah, I heard that too. I was wanting to know your answer because you have it, but yeah. I, I've heard the same thing because I was thinking, yeah, like you know, that would be great when you go on a long trip or someone wants to like take it to the cottage or something. Like that. You could just up pick it up and move it. But I've heard that that somehow they know or they pinpoint where you are, like you're saying, and it doesn't work. So. That was, that sucks <laughs> for yeah. that that aspect of it. Yeah, but overall, it's it's good. It's it's beta, right? So yeah. that's. Darren, how's your internet? <laughs> <laughs> I have no no problems with my internet here, so I haven't actually got an invitation yet. I did put my name in yeah. when it first started, but even if I do get one, I'm gonna take a pass on it. Yeah, it's, it's a little pricey now. Now I hope. As they say, with time, the speeds are going to go up and everything. That's fine. I hope the price, and I'm assuming it will, the price comes down because what is it, 800 bucks here in Canada for the hardware? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope the price doesn't come down. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take. Uh, I've got a handful of questions. Let's just rifle through the questions, and then uh, we can put this puppy to bed if you guys don't mind. If you if you got to go. I totally understand. Last week I started the questions and I totally forgot. Paul had told me he he was um, time restricted and ignorant me. I, I forgot and he had to go in the middle of it. So if yeah, so if you guys have got to go, uh, let me know or just uh, let me know. Let everyone else know you got to go and uh, don't feel compelled to to stick around. But if you want to stick around and help answer these questions, sure. Like I said, there's only I think four or five questions. So the first one's from Thomas Franklin. I, this one's for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you have a red one. <laughs> Anyone know if red being multi-code is better quality or more resistant than other, other colors? I know this would um, need more of a scientific test, but I figure it's worth a shot just asking. Uh, I have a red and a white that sit basically side by side. That's uh, why I'm asking you. There is... <laughs> There's literally no difference. Well, actually, no. Isn't the white supposed to be multi-code also? Oh, it doesn't yeah, say it in the name. That's true. Yeah, no. It it used to say called multi-code multi-code white. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe my judgment's off. I don't know. Between the multi-code white and multi-code red, there is no difference. No. Okay. Oh, no, I know that. But <laughs> but how how is your paint? Your your car's almost three years old, like it's, mine. How's yeah. yours holding up? I, see, I I can't I can't judge because I don't. I can't see the color of my paint underneath. So I went to go How's look yours? At it. I went to go look at my car today and it looked beautiful. Um like with salt and snow <laughs> all over. It was it was amazing. 
Uh, all jokes aside, the paint is holding up extremely well. Um, also, it's like I try to avoid driving behind trucks as much as possible or beside them because I don't want rock chips. Uh, I always park far because I don't want dings on my door. I do a lot of that kind of stuff, but my paint is holding up fairly well. Uh, for all the paint problems I hear, I go look at my car and I'm like, yeah, I just don't have the, the same experience, right? So, yeah. Okay, uh, Darren, do you have any take on? I forget what color your yours is. Midnight silver is. Yeah, well. just like mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got no experience with the red to be able to comment on that. Okay, fair enough. I appreciate your honesty. Moving right along, Patrick. Uh, can you guys see that one? I know it might be a silly question since no spare tire in my in the my, but <laughs> what are you going to do if you have a flat tire? CA for sure, or what? Or what do you do to be prepared? The tire kits. Uh, experience the flat tire. You... Oh God, I have. I have. You... Yeah. Yeah, you have too. Yeah. I don't. I forget when you did. Okay. Well, thank God I wasn't with you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean. Oh yeah. Whatever. Hey, I called you when I had mine. Remember? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was up. I was ready to help you. Yeah, I know. You're the only. I'm but... thinking. Four Wasn't that at like four o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, who's gonna be up, Franklin? <laughs> okay, um, Patrick. When he says "my," he means "model Y." Model three, model Y. I know what he means. I, I know you know. I'm saying for everyone <laughs> at home, and it's definitely not a silly question. Uh, yeah, it's no spare tire. And I thought, you know what? When when I used to hear people complain, oh, you know what? For this price, they should include a spare and this and that. Well, there's a lot, and I used to. My argument used to be, there's a lot of manufacturers that don't have spares are going away from spare tires. Uh, now I actually read an article before I had my Tesla, when I still had my car before my Tesla, my Kia, I remember reading an article back then, which is over three years ago now that said that manufacturers, if you think about it, if they continue to stop putting spare tires in every one of their cars they make, and, and they, they put out a chart with a number, think of how many millions of dollars, a year that they would save and it's true right now instead they put they put a some tesla doesn't but they sell it separately but i know with my kia uh they just have a one of those flat repair can cans of spray where you you you're basically ruining your tire by spraying it in but you're patching it from the inside and at least maybe getting getting you home it's a temporary thing until you can fix it afterwards there are tire kits I've seen. Uh, I had, like I said, about a month ago, I had the joyful experience of experiencing a, a flat at four o'clock in the morning on a weekend and uh, haggling on the side of a road with a tow truck guy for a cash deal of $200, which was better than the $400 the other guy offered me. But uh, you know what? At the end of the day, if it was $400, I had to get the car off the road. I had to get home. So I wouldn't have ended up having to pay. I was just fortunate enough that I had a guy that uh, had a heart. Drove me home $200. Then I had to get the tire repaired. Uh, I thought I could get it repaired. But then when I saw how big the thing was, it wasn't repairable. I had to get a brand new one. So it was another $300 and change for, for a new tire installed and everything and balance and everything. And then I said, you know what? I'm over my warranty, so I don't have Tesla roadside service anymore. So I'm going to have to get a roadside company. So I got CAA. So that's another hundred and some bucks. So over $600 was, 
was that uh, experience that I got stuck in. So I would suggest uh, these tire kits, even though they do take up some of uh, some space, and I'm not talking about the, the can that I was talking about earlier. They have tire kits sold by third-party manufacturers that are small little donuts that are you, you order for your particular car, and it comes with all the accessories inside, that you can change it and you can have a donut which is like a safety wheel to get you off the highway, to get you home. And uh, like I said, it takes up space in your car, but it's something that I would consider. And they, they probably run last time I checked it. I think they run about three, 400 us. So a little pricey, but if you, if, if you consider what I paid for mine, it's worth it. I have a different take on this. So quick Google search. There's roughly uh, 220 million flat tires per year in the U S uh, which equates to roughly 5 million flat tires over your lifetime. Um, I'm all for being proactive, but you're being proactive for roughly five flat tires over your whole lifetime, not the lifetime of your car, your lifetime of driving. And sure, that's like just a random average number. You can be higher, you can be lower. Uh, but for the five times, I mean, I'll just call whoever and figure it out. I, I agree, buddy. You know what? I was in the same boat as you. And I can't, it's got to be 20 some years since I had my last flat. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was, so my, I've had three flat tires after last month's flat tire. So I guess I'm due for two more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and I, I was on the same vein as you, but think of, we live in a metropolis or whatever you want to say in, in a highly dense populated area that, for me at four o'clock in the morning, I never even called the tow truck. It, they just showed up. They were driving by and they, both of them stopped. Uh, I did call Tesla service and I will tell you, they didn't, they were pretty, even if I wasn't, here's, here's a, here's a good tip not to go back to my story, but just quickly touch on this. Even if I still did have roadside assistance and I was under my warranty under the 80,000 or 50, 50,000 miles, they still wouldn't be able to help me that night because when they the guy told me over the phone, oh yeah, you're over. I'm like, I don't care. I'll pay. I'll pay for the difference of what it would be out of warranty, or the full price. Even still, after I told him that, he had him uh, put me on hold for another five minutes. He couldn't find a contract tow that I guess Tesla deals with a certain amount of uh, towing companies that they have contracts with that have flatbeds or tires or whatever. He couldn't find one in a 150 mile radius of my location. So it didn't matter whether I had, I was in warranty and I had roadside assistance and it was uh, valid. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't be able to get a tow. So keep that in mind. What? Sorry to answer your point though, Franklin. How it's probably not worth it. Think, like I said, we live in a pretty urban area. Think of if you live up north, where you get a flat tire, or your wife or your child gets a flat tire, whether it's four o'clock in the morning or whether it's you know nine o'clock at night and you're rural and you're like the next car to drive by you may not be for another half hour. That's why there's camp mode in Netflix. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's a fair point. And and that's the only thing. And you know what? I never even uh, be fair. I never thought of that myself. Someone else brought that up and mentioned that to me. And I'm like, you know what? It's a good point. Any, any take on that, Darren? I, I hesitate to comment on flat tires just to, I don't want to jinx myself. But <laughs> You're just like me. <laughs> um, just in terms of those tire kits um, or spare tires, I've 
seen, uh, I think it's called Modern Modern Spare is a popular choice for especially yes. Model Y owners. Yeah, I think that's the one I looked into. That's Yeah. yeah. So here's what you do. I got the best solution. Um, it's going to take like two years, but you wait for a robo-taxi, and then you buy a second Tesla. So if your first one has a flat tire, you call the second one to okay. pick you up. John had said, uh, carry a can of fix-a-flat. But in my case, John, I wouldn't like. it was such a big gaping hole that this giant shard of metal destroyed my tire with. It, it wouldn't have made a difference, unfortunately, because I thought of that too. I didn't mean to cut you off, Franklin. I know Duh, you're, okay. you're being facetious. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did mean to cut you off, but I, I did it in a, in a joking way, not to be rude. Um, but, uh, Angel also says, you know what, if the police saw, they would force you to take the first available tow. Yeah, they probably would have, or maybe they would have helped me. The guy was really nice. The guy, the guy told me, you know what, uh, with COVID going on and everything, I can tow your car, but really I'm not supposed to even allow you in the car. I'm supposed to get you to take an Uber. And I'm like, yeah, I get you, buddy. I said, uh, so you going to do that? He goes, he goes, are you safe? I said, yeah. I'm safer. He said, are you safe? I said, yeah. Anyways, that might get into a whole different thing. But anyways, just yeah. triggered a lot of people. Yeah, I know. I probably did. But that was over a month ago, and we're both fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's call me stupid, but I took a chance. Moving right along. I'll edit that part out. <laughs> I don't think you will. I won't. I don't edit anything. Taylor asked the question, uh, how does the dash cam work? I have my USB connected and formatted. The camera icon is on. Is it always recording? Do I need to honk or touch the icon to save a video, or will it do it automatically? Darren? Yes, dash cam is always recording, but it doesn't save it to the USB unless you honk the horn or press the icon on the screen. Um, you can also... Um, so a little aside to that, it, it does record up to, depending on the size of your USB storage, up to, I think it's an hour of your recent, most recent footage. So if you were to um, have something happen, you forget to press the save button and then you go back 20 minutes later and think, oh, I never actually pressed it. You can go back and the, there's a recent section in the, uh, Dash cam viewer where you can see the most recent, however long it's, it saves for. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah, so there's your, so yeah, to answer your question, Taylor. Well, give me like two seconds, keep talking, and then I'll make it a little easier. You're going you're gonna to pull up stats from Google, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. How I, many I times a... in your life you have to press the button? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a good statistic. No, it was a good statistic, and I rely on you. I, I've missed your, your spur of the moment googling and pulling up stats for like cell phone coverages and stuff no I, I i really do no yeah i'll give you i'm i'm delaying by by giving you for giving you time but no uh if you have everything connected properly like you said you can see the icon and it's red it's got a red dot on it it has to have the red dot if it doesn't have the red dot then you're not recording and to get the red dot if, if it's just grayed out and just the camera icon and it's grayed out if you tap that icon once it should start recording Am I correct? That's correct, right? Yeah. Okay, so here, I'll make this nice and easy because it's hard to explain. I've tried this many times. Um, here, this might make it a little easier. Oh, yeah, so, that's easy. <laughs> 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 
So you have your USB right over here. You have two ways it records. It records the last hour, and it's the rolling last hour. And I, I know Darren like totally explained this all already. I was gonna say, <laughs> but th- now it's more visual. So you have, and for the people who are listening, I'm have like a nice flow chart. It's beautiful. So you have the last hour, and it's rolling last hour. Uh, and then you also have save footage, which is in a separate folder. Which if you have honk, or if you click the camera button, it records the last ten minutes. Or sentry mode. I, I forgot one. Uh, sentry mode. There you go. Now, now the flow chart is complete. Um, <laughs> so needs need some color. Don't get them going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no. I warned right, you. Yeah, <laughs> so now it's colorized, but I just lost. So yeah, that, that's basically how it works. I think it, like I said, it's hard to explain just verbally. I find something like that makes it a little bit easier. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, for anyone uh, that's listening and not watching, Franklin has. Um, did you? You didn't just make this. Yeah, hundred percent. No, you like within the last three minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> draw draw.io. Like if you go to your browser and type draw that IO, you can oh my like drag God. and drop. That's why I said keep talking. Give me like two seconds. I, gotta I thought you were pulling together. it up like something from Google. And no. now I'm gonna ask you if this is yours. And then I saw you editing it. I'm like, okay, it's his. Yeah. yeah. Then it then it dawned on me, did you just make this? Wait, yeah, I just oh. made it. I'm a okay. content creator, Dex. Yes. I create content. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> listening at home and doesn't doesn't isn't watching. Franklin, what is this program? Pardon my ignorance. If you just go to draw.io. Um, dot, dot, okay, so it's a website. Yeah, I use this a lot for like programming flowcharts and stuff like that. Okay, so, so he made a flowchart of how the century. You know, you should post that. You should tweet that out. That's actually good. Oh, now it's good. First, you think fun of it. <laughs> it was always no, good. <laughs> it was always good. I just can't believe you did it that quickly. Okay, moving on. This is the last question. Chris. I picked up my model. Uh, did we read this one? No, no, we didn't. But I think we might have talked about this. I picked up my Model 3 on Sorry. Monday. Sorry? I, I made a mistake. Go ahead. Okay. Chris, I picked I, – oh, I thought you said I picked. No, he picks up his Model 3 on Monday, and the trade-in offer expired yesterday. Tesla decided to reduce the trade-in value on me. Anyone experience the same situation? That doesn't sound like a good thing. I have heard of that happening. Um, when when was this posted? Like, what's the time difference between today? Oh, it was today. Yeah, I mean, when they do give you the the trading estimate, it does say it's only valid for thirty days or whatever the, the time frame is. I think it's thirty days. So, yeah, as much as it sucks, the that's uh, I don't think there's much that can be done. Yeah, and now you could always no. You're right. There's nothing you can do in regards to get them to roll it back or anything but you can always change your mind and say you know what okay i'm going to sell it privately and yeah they can just alter the bill of sale that way right yeah for sure the problem with that is selling a car in this day and age with covid and everything go- going on so selling a car without covid is always a headache because you've got the tire kickers the people that want to haggle you down it's just it it's it's an ordeal you have to be prepared and and ready to sell a car but then you throw in COVID, it's a whole different thing, in my opinion. So it is a pain. Uh, yeah. But no, you're right. I've I've also heard of this happening too, and um, I've heard it happen where it, they've they've uh, the the person that got the quote said, "Okay, it was a good 
traded, they ordered a car and everything like that. They stopped driving the car because they didn't want to put more miles on it, even though uh, I think Tesla allows you to go, I think, a 1,000. I don't know if it's miles or kilometers over what what it was when they gave you that quote. They give you a little bit of a window, right? They don't expect you to park it. They give you a little bit. But this person that parked it didn't drive it and everything, and then same thing happened, and I think it was like 5,000 difference, and they were livid. But once again, there was nothing they could do. Yeah. You can also go to other dealerships. I know, depending on where this guy is, I know there's one dealership in particular in Vancouver that kind of specializes in, I wouldn't say specializes, but is pretty well known for buying used Teslas, and they give pretty good values. So that's also another option is to just look around and see if there's other dealerships in town that might want to purchase it. Like outside of Tesla? Yeah. So yeah. I know I know someone who recently upgraded to a Y, trading up in uh, trading in his three, didn't like the trading value from Tesla and went to this dealership in Vancouver and got I think six thousand dollars more from them. Yeah. Than what Tesla was gonna give. Yeah, you know what? It, it is something that I've no, noticed in the past I wanna say month, or probably probably since the new year. Tesla has been lowering their trade-in values for, for threes at least. I know Paul that was on here last week, he was trading in his X and he got a very favorable trade-in value for his X. But for threes, I've heard a lot of people very disappointed. I was. I remember I, I looked into it around Christmas time when they were doing the uh, end-of-year push and they had all these offers out there. And I looked into it and what they gave me, and I'd also looked into it in September just for – just for uh, shits and giggles, I looked in September. And what they gave me in September um, was a reasonable price, uh, but I wasn't interested in doing anything, so I never really took it seriously. But what they gave me from September to what they gave me in December, and keep in mind it was a difference of probably five or 8,000 kilometers, um, but it was a huge difference, and it was like, an acceptable offer in September to an insulting offer, what I thought was in December. But since December, I, you know, I thought maybe it would go back up because they were they just didn't want to budge uh, with all the other incentives they were giving you at, at year end. Uh, but since that year end is finished and now we're in a new year, the offers haven't the trading values haven't gone up, and I've heard a lot of people disappointed in it. And I've heard a lot of people have talked to people from Tesla, and the reason makes sense to me. Tell me if you guys agree with it. The reason they're saying is Tesla's finding a huge surplus of used Model Threes on the market, or for them to sell because they're trading. And it's a good problem for Tesla to have, I guess, because that means they're they're pushing more Ys or or updated Threes out the door right but uh there's there is a huge inventory of threes that they're finding and obviously when the supply outweighs the demand the price is going to reflect that franklin anything mm -hmm. any opinion on that no not really you covered it all you did a very good job dax oh thank you very much okay guys thank you very much for that um We'll end this puppy right now. Uh, where can people find you, Darren? DriveTeslaCanada.ca. Yes. Find uh, all the links to social media from there. That is true. Thank you very much for coming on the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. Franklin, where can people find you in your greenhouse? <laughs> at my house, at home, most of the time.
No, I don't want you to give out your home address. <laughs> Please uh, don't. M M Frunker on Twitter, uh, Mother Frunker on YouTube. Actually, just at fifty nine hundred subscribers. So wow, six thousand soon. Hopefully, maybe. Good for you. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm on other platforms, but I don't really use them. If I'm being honest, so no, no, I, I appreciate your honesty, and you know. I don't normally do this, but only because you're on the show, Franklin, I'm going to say you can find me. Anyone that's listening, I mean, maybe there's one or two people listening on Facebook, <laughs> but Facebook groups under Bailey MC, uh, the Canadian Model Y group, Canadian Model 3 group, and there's a Cybertruck Club group that I run there too. Uh, and then on Twitter um, and Clubhouse too, under DaxM. I'm really enjoying Clubhouse. How, you, how are you finding Clubhouse, Darren? When, yeah, it's been good. I've, been, I've enjoyed yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's super yeah. off topic. Is it? How's it any different than a conference call that's existed from the 1800s? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 It. I'm not saying it. It is. It isn't. But it's just. I don't know. I don't. I'm the worst person to try to say. Am I? Have I become like a boomer now? Like I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Maybe. Uh, I don't. Know, it's. It's hard until you get into it because I didn't think. Uh, uh, my buddy Gary sent me the link. I'm like, oh, I'll try it. I didn't think anything of it, and it's just interesting. You can go in different rooms that have different. Uh, niche topics and it's just it's just interesting but anyways we'll talk about that off air um but that's where anyone in clubhouse i've been spending a lot of time there and angelo there in the chat there he's uh been on there with me quite a bit and uh it's very interesting the people that are on there some nice people um some interesting very knowledgeable people and then there's some, some people that just talk out of their butts <laughs> i'll be honest but that's the internet right i mean this is just another platform for those people to do that, but they've been doing it on other platforms before. But anyways, thanks for watching folks. We will catch you here next week with a whole new, um, uh, Tesla talks podcast. If you have any questions, the email address is still there. Tesla talks questions at gmail.com. Email me your questions and, uh, we'll get them on or just join us here next week live and in person on YouTube and, uh, ask your question there. And these guys or any, any of the guys I have on, we'll answer it for you. Thanks for watching. We will chat with you later. Thanks to all the people that uh, were in the chat room and made it, you know, very easy to, um, you know, converse with. We'll catch you guys later. Take care. Bye-bye.